0: crazy i feel like we just started episode one of
1: season two and now we're on five and it's crazy going by fast y'all so today it's just me and lily and we are so excited to talk about this this is something that god's been working in both of our lives and through boldly and just so evident in our lives Mm -hmm. um the topic for today is the shepherd's voice so as y'all know i've really gone um full force into the podcast for the girl and mm. they also have delight ministries and y'all these devotionals are life changing i've literally gotten to walk alongside some girls here and just um learn more about the word learn learn more about god and who he is and it's just phenomenal so we're gonna talk a little bit about that
0: yes oh my gosh i Love Delight. I. It's just such a big piece of my heart. And I actually used to be a co-leader for Western's um, Delight chapter. And I was a part of that during COVID, actually. So during quarantine, when all of us were sent home, and then it continued to just be online on Zoom. And I ended up just deciding to put more time into the podcast. And God was just calling me elsewhere, but I'm no longer a part of it. But I... We'll always love Delight, and I just support it so much, and I have all good things to say about Delight, always.
1: And I'm going to correct myself. We are actually talking more about Jesus than God. Yes, they are the Holy Trinity, but I just want to make sure that I'm being clarified so that you guys understand more, too. Mm-hmm. So the reason I love this so much is just because we're talking about John 10, 10, um, verses 1 through about 18, And y'all, there's so much truth in this verse or in this passage. It is insane. Like, we're going to go through it piece by piece a little bit and just kind of break down what we see and um, throw in some other verses that we've found and just kind of walk through what we've gone through. So we'll stop talking and (laughs) we're actually going to continue talking and we're going to get right into it. That (laughs) is. All right. So I'm going to start with John 10, 10 and 1. I'm not going to read the whole thing because, as I said, it's 1 through 18, so that's a lot. So I'm just going to kind of pick out what I really – got from it but i really encourage you guys go look at the whole verse like just pull it up on your phone and look at it it is so revealing and so amazing um so i just really encourage you all to do that but the first thing that it says it says very truly i tell you pharisees anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber the one who enters by the gate is a shepherd of the sheep the gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice so i'm gonna stop there for right now So something that I found out when I was doing this devotional was that the sheep pen is heaven and the gatekeeper is God, as well as the shepherd being Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's very confusing, I know. And it's better on paper, but I'm just going to kind of walk you through this, you guys. The Pharisees are also people who are very prideful. They're just like us because at times we have pride every day. Mm -hmm. I mean, Lily and I have it too. Oh, definitely. And my main point to get about this is just it's going to be an introduction into listening to his voice and understanding how you do that, how you obey it, and how you follow it.
0: Well, just when you read that verse, and you said that people, I can't exactly remember what you said, but you said, like, they can't come over the gate, Mm -hmm. like, you know, and I think that in a way, like, obviously inside the gate, that's where the sheep live. And I guess my interpretation of it was just, like, people can try to, like, hop over the gate, Mm -hmm. hop over the fence, and, like, try to jump in when they're, like, not welcome. And it kind of just reminds me of, like, Things of the world trying to like come in and steal the sheep away um and i think that like it can happen so easily and i think that if we're not paying attention to our shepherd Mm -hmm. and our father like we could be lured
1: out you know like it just reminds me of of that i think also like including myself we think that we can get into heaven by our own terms rather than Mm -hmm. god's yeah and i think that's something that i've had to you know check myself and just be like whoa like i'm trying to live according to the world and not according to the word and I think that's something that trips me up every day. Because, I mean, whether you're on a college campus, whether you're in a city, whether you're in your small town, at a job, whatever you're in, there's so many things around you that can sometimes take priority or sometimes um, tune out the rest of the voices. Mm-hmm. And you just follow that one when that voice isn't the Lord.
0: Yeah, I think there's so many things, too, that disguise themselves mm-hmm. as God's voice. like So many things that can really confuse us and make us question, like, okay, was that God's voice or was that a worldly voice yeah. or my own voice, you know? Um, and I think, like, you really have to pray for discernment and clarity to know, like, what mm-hmm. voice is what. And I think that's the best way to, sure. to do that.
1: I'm also going to pull out some other um, key verses in this passage real fast. And I'm going to be reading from John 10.10. 10, and John 10.10 10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm-hmm. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I'm also gonna read verse 10, 12, which says, The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. That one literally, <laughs> I love that one because it reminds us that we can't rely on flesh. Oh, if we yeah. rely on flesh, we're gonna be disappointed because your best friend is gonna have a bad mood, your boyfriend's gonna have a bad mood, your parents are gonna have a bad mood. Like, mm-hmm. we're always gonna have that bad day but Jesus is the same today, yesterday and forever. Mm-hmm. And I know I say that a lot, but it's so so comforting to rely on because we are not the same every day. Mm-hmm. Our emotions are everywhere. We are flesh, we are made of flesh and I think that's just a really good reminder that like you can't rely on the flesh because once that enemy comes, they're gone. They're running the other direction. Mm-hmm. They're going they're saving themselves.
0: That's right. I was actually thinking today, I was walking back outside, and when I was on my walk, I just kind of thought about this for the first time, and, you know, I was thinking about how you, God is the same today, yesterday, and always, and as we go through different seasons in life, like, He never changed mm-hmm. with us. Like, He's always been the same, and, like, our seasons change throughout life, like, yeah. all the time, or our even just our, like, daily moods change, but, like, He's literally the same and does not change and it's just hard to comprehend yeah, for
1: sure and then also to think about like um verse ten ten. i mean the thief only comes to steal kill mm-hmm. and destroy i mean that's such truth we also were talking about one peter 5 8 where it was like um the enemy is like a roaring lion ready ready to prowl and devour oh, yeah. whatever it sees mm-hmm. and i mean that's not the verse by verse like line but that's the overview of it and I mean, the enemy only wants one thing. He wants to destroy all happiness, all confidence. He wants to put insecurity in your head, and he mm-hmm. gets that a lot. But you have to rely on God's faithfulness and God's love and what God has already de- like determined and demanded. Like what the enemy says is not what is actuality,
0: right? I think that like the enemy can sometimes manipulate your feelings, oh, and yeah. feelings are not facts. And I think when you think about God's promises like those are facts like Mm -hmm. those are not debated those cannot be manipulated um and I think it's really important to remember that that like things that you feel are not factual yeah you know for
1: sure and the last one out of this passage is John 10 16 and it says I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen I must bring them also true and it reminds me of all the unbelievers out there and there's so many y'all And that he knows that. And it takes us right back to our mission statement of Mm -hmm. Matthew 18, 12. Mm -hmm. Of he will leave the 99 for the one. Because, I mean, and we were talking about that last night. Like, how crazy is it that he will leave a crowd of 99 people who need him for the one that needs him more? That's right. And every time. It's crazy because it also takes you back to the ultimate sacrifice. He died on the cross to forgive us of our sins. Mm -hmm. Not his. No. Like... (laughs) that's alone crazy like just let Mm -hmm. that sink in right now let that absorb in your mind that like he sacrificed his life so that we could live ours free Mm -hmm. that's insane and he's such a good father
0: like that's crazy he's truly like the perfect parent like he does not mess up like whether you have an earthly father or you don't or an earthly mother or you don't like He's the perfect father. He's not going to mess up. He's never going to fail you. He's mm. never going to do anything to harm you. Like, it's just yeah. crazy because that's not
1: how the world is. So I know we've been going back and forth between God and the Father, and Lily explained it to me really well the other day. And a lot of you might very well know the difference, and that's totally cool. And if you don't, that's okay, too. But I really want Lily to walk us through what she told me because it changed my perspective and helped me understand better. Um, So I just was going to ask Lily to share that real fast.
0: Of course. Um, So I think
1: it was definitely my mom who explained this to me,
0: and I think it was over quarantine. Um, But... She explained to me that, obviously, God came first. Um, God obviously created the heavens and the earth in Genesis. Like, God was there, has always been, will always be, always. And then, obviously, he created his son, Jesus, and sent him down to earth. And Jesus, you know, came in as a baby through the Virgin Mary in the Christmas story and um, lived his life. And there's, you know, a couple instances of Jesus as a child in the Bible. Um, And then, you know, he lives until he's 33 years old and um, dies on the cross at 33. And when he dies on the cross, he obviously, you know, rises from the grave three days later. And um, when Jesus rose from the grave, he obviously, like, ascended into heaven. I'm sure you've heard that term. And when he ascended into heaven, that would have meant there was, like, not really any form of him on earth like because physical form physical right, so um what God ended up doing is sending his holy Spirit to earth instead of Jesus because Jesus ascended and joined him on the joined him on the throne in heaven. um so today, in the present time, yeah, the Holy Spirit is what is here on earth with yeah. us, and the Holy Spirit is what is enters us, this, yeah. Really believe in Christ. When we become saved, the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. enters our heart and, you know, ultimately lives in us until
1: we arrive in heaven. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, again, a lot of you might probably already know about that, but I just really wanted to clarify that because we were jumping back and forth. Mm -hmm. And for any like normal person, I mean, they might be like, well, what? Like you're saying Jesus and the God. Yeah. What's the difference? That's why I really wanted her to explain that. And I knew the difference, but I really didn't know the in-depth difference until me and Lily talked about it. And Mm -hmm. you don't know until you ask. Right. No stupid questions. (laughs) You you really don't know until you ask. So, like, I just wanted to make that clarity. And it was a little tangent, but we're going to get right back into it. (laughs) Um, But as I was saying, it goes back right to our mission statement, Matthew 18, 12. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was just so cool. And
0: yes, so when I think about the shepherd's voice, I really just think about how that is a voice that we ultimately need to be listening to. And it's very challenging when there's other voices coming at us and we just mm-hmm. don't know what to believe and we can get confused. Um, but I think for me, one of the most important things is to remember that I have an audience of one yes. and it's so easy to like kind of picture the people in your circle and the people in your life, like as your audience, because you know, like if you, think about social media like those are the people that are you know most likely following you and liking your pictures and so in a way they're kind of you know your audience and I think it's so easy to like please your audience right like it's natural to want to do that but um what is the verse Addison about people pleasing?
1: Galatians 1 10. That's it. Yes. I love that one y'all
0: it's so good and
1: it's so relevant (laughs) it's so relevant
0: and like that literally ties right into like you have an audience of one because Mm -hmm. if you're trying to people please which I'm guilty of all the time but like if you're trying to people please and you're not trying to like alter that and then relate it back to trying to just please the father Mm -hmm. like you really are just gonna get lost and confused and and Every day, I try to remind myself like I do, I have an audience of one. I don't need to worry about pleasing my Instagram followers. I don't need to mm-hmm. worry about pleasing the people in my class. I don't need to worry about pleasing the people that I'm driving around. Like simple things like that. Like, and I think that's just like something so important to remember. Mm-hmm.
1: It also goes back to walking in the confidence of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think I think that, and this is so stupid, I know, but it's worldly. Like when I'm walking to class and there mm-hmm. are cars passing me, I'm like, oh my God, do I look okay? And then right? I'm like, are you kidding me? Or mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to call someone so that I feel like I'm talking to someone. And I'm like, this is so stupid. <laughs> that <laughs> happens. I understand that, but it's like, that's what we live in. We live in a mm-hmm. world that's so worried what other people are thinking, but never worried what God thinks. Exactly. Exactly. So, the verse that I was going into um, was relating it back to sheep. We are the sheep, Jesus is the shepherd. Mm-hmm. And what I found crazy was that this isn't the first time I've heard it, but like without the shepherd, sheep are literally dumb mm-hmm. and they're helpless. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it correlates right back to us. Without our heavenly father, we are not useful. Like, Mm-mm you can try to live on your own strength you can try to do all these things but you will always end up back in the pit back in the hole because Mm -hmm. you will realize dang i need the lord i need him beside me i need his strength to carry me through this Mm -hmm. um and i just love the comparison of sheep. and it's not the first time in the bible that it is like it's Mm -mm. used throughout the old testament the new testament And i think it's such a um relatable and understandable reference
0: (laughs) no it really is i think that you know The metaphor is so easy to understand. Like, we can picture, you know, Jesus being the shepherd and the sheep, you know, around him um, at his feet and they're in, you know, a gated piece of land. You know, Mm -hmm. like, it's very easy to picture that and it's very easy to to understand that like, without Jesus, we'd be scattered, we'd be Mm -hmm. roaming, we'd be, you know, running into dangerous situations, like, you know, and it's just... We have to have him to guide us because, like, if not, you're just running blind into nothing.
1: it's so hard because you have all these other voices. Mm -hmm. Like, you have so many voices in this world. And sometimes you're like, okay, I'm just needing to stop. Who do I listen to? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're making those big decisions, I mean, for me, it's my dad. Like, I'm like, okay, like, Mm -hmm. what is he saying? But then I'm like, I need to not... Fully rely on my earthly father, but fully rely on my heavenly father. Mm -hmm. We rely so heavily on earthly things rather than what the Lord provides. Um, And I just, that's been something I've been really learning this week. But I have a question from this devotional. If you're ever interested, it's the known devotional by Delight ministries um and they have like some conversational questions but the one i wanted to ask and i want you guys to think about this too who are listening has there been a moment in your life where you felt the lord call you by name into a relationship with him if so what was it like if not what has been holding you back
0: that's a good question and i'm actually <laughs> gonna ask you it <laughs> um to answer that question i would say that thinking back you know i was raised christian mm. i grew up in church i did all the things mission trips, um, confirmation, um, youth group, small group, all the things, Wednesday yeah. night dinner, and I continued, you know, through high school, um, and really high school is where I kind of like straight away from my relationship with God, like started in high school, and then first year of college is when I came back to Him ultimately, yeah. um, so there were probably four years Um, where I was not walking with God and I was living for myself and for the world. And I think that the moment that God kind of called me back to him, I would say was my first year of college, like at the end. Yeah. Yeah. At the end. And I just kind of laid everything down at his feet. I could not continue on anymore as I was. I realized that everything i was doing was not glorifying him and it was only glorifying myself and it really just dug me into a hole mm. and i ended up there and i thought well you know how how do i continue on and i just knew from you know obviously my childhood and my relationship up into high school really i was like obviously you know i have to go back to god like i know i've not been living the right way and like it was just a no brainer like i have to go back to my relationship with god and mm. um Uh, the exact moment I would say I was in the car. I was literally in a bank parking lot. Like it's nothing crazy. (laughs) It doesn't have to be right. But like, I was just in the car in the parking lot and like, I was crying and I was like, you know what? I, I cannot go on how I have been anymore. God, like I just had the longest Mm. conversation with God. And I was like, I like, I give in, like I'm coming back. Like I can't, I just can't do it anymore. I have to live for you now. Um, and ever since then that's that's been it and he's been my everything and I just can never imagine going back to how life was before like mm-hmm. it just I can I can't even imagine yeah. it
1: so now we're here that's awesome that's <laughs> awesome what about you um so for me I think I mentioned this before but me and my really good friend um freshman year we kept on church hopping and we were like we don't want to go to bridge because we've heard there's so many students we want more like older people and like people that are you know in their adulthood just to like walk us through life Mm -hmm. and we didn't find a church and then we were like okay sophomore year we're gonna go to bridge it was the first week and we were back and we went to bridge I just felt at home and they put on the screen Texas number to join bridge student leadership team something overcame me (laughs) And I texted the number and then I filled out the application and hi, here we are three years later. Um, (laughs) I think it was literally the Lord telling me, I know you know me, but I need you to know me Mm -hmm. for who I am. Um, And I'm still knowing, I'm still learning who he is every day. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's when I think everything really changed. And I really got to know what it meant to live for Christ.
0: I love that. I think that, you know, God's way is truly perfect. And actually that's Psalm 1830. Um, His way is perfect and and nothing is ever too soon or too late. And I think that had we not had our time before those moments we just talked about, like we would not have ended up where we were. Like, you know, everything that God has brought into our lives happens at the right exact time and, and, and it happens in the right season. And if we had not gone through things in the past, like, it would not have ended up how it was supposed to have been, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it, everything is in the perfect order, you know, in God's eyes, in our lives. Um, that kind of reminds me of this verse, and it's Ecclesiastes 3. Yes, Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And it's titled, A Time for Everything. So, you've probably heard this verse, but, There is a time for everything, and a season for every activity under the heavens, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build. And and if you actually go to this verse, you know, it, there's so many verses of um, examples. Mm-hmm. And I won't read all of them because there's so many. But I think that I think it's really important to just kind of understand that, like, God's timing truly is perfect like there's a time for everything mm-hmm. under the sun there's a time for every season under the sun yep. he knows the order of those seasons he knows what's going to happen in those seasons he knows which ones have to happen first before you can go on to the next one like we don't have to stress about what's coming next because truly like he already has it worked out he already has it figured out he already has the solution to your problem like mm-hmm. and we just have to trust that that he is ordained over our seasons and we just have to trust him to to
1: live in them you know for him. So something else I really love about this devotional is it has stories from girls who are in the same season of us as college students, women who just love Jesus, but also struggle on a daily basis because they're of the world. Mm -hmm. Um, And this girl really made the point of like, when you spend time in prayer, worship and the word, that's how you eliminate the voices of the world and increase the voice of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really love that. And then she also said... Jesus came in and beautifully wrecked the plans I had for myself for the better. Oh! And I mention that because this is going to lead us into our next segue of what we're going to talk about. And I'm not going to exactly say how the Lord has wrecked my plans, but, (laughs) you (laughs) know, I I don't have words. Like, I, a week ago, I thought I was doing something completely different with my life Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. Let's just say God's in control. You are not. (laughs) He's in the
0: driver's seat. We're along for think the ride.
1: That you are the one writing your story, you are absolutely hilarious. Because <laughs> even like I meant I made the analogy of God is the author of the story, you are the editor. Edits don't always get into the published book.
0: Exactly. It's just like the verse Proverbs 16 9, and that says we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Um some other translations say he establishes our steps. So like we can think that we got it all in control and we've got our steps planned out and we wrote it in our planner and it's gonna happen and I'm talking to myself because (laughs) I am
1: the ultimate planner yeah
0: um and it just it goes to show that like we're not we don't have any authority like he is so much more powerful than us his ways are higher than Mm -hmm. ours and like He knows what's going to happen, even if we think we know what's going to happen. Like,
1: you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And Matthew 19, 26, I'm going to go ahead and read this. It says, Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Sure. That, I think, sums up our night yesterday. (laughs) Y'all, we literally, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Like, we have, the Lord has literally been moving in such supernatural ways. Um, And last night we were just able to come together and have like a three hour discussion Mm -hmm. about everything that the Lord has been doing and has done and will continue to do.
0: It's like I can't I'm always speechless every time I think about it, trying to think about it. It's hard to put it into
1: words, you guys. But like, just trust him, please. Like, open your Bible, pray, cry at his feet, leave it as feet, like do all of the things because it is so worth it. It is so worth it to be obedient to him. Because you will see it on the other side. I don't mean heaven. I mean on the other side mm-hmm. of the season. But mm-hmm. you will see it in heaven too. Oh, yeah.
0: All the all the places. <laughs> I think that oftentimes when you are trying to decide, like, am I going to give God all the control and am I going to let him dictate like my next steps? Like, that that was hard for me and it's still mm-hmm. hard for me. But a verse that I go to oftentimes when I feel like that or I'm starting to feel overwhelmed and think, like, oh gosh, I got to handle all this by myself. Like I, you know, I never, I always know that God never leaves me, but you can get stuck in those like down spirals mm-hmm. of like, I got to figure this out like right now. And in those times I go to Psalm 61 one two, And it says, from the ends of the earth, I will cry to you when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And like overwhelmed is definitely a feeling we all feel in college, <laughs> like yeah. probably on the weekly, if not more. And this verse just, it just, I don't know, I would recite it to myself like over and over, you know, like memorizing scripture. And when I'd feel overwhelmed and when I still do, I just go to it and I say it and speak it into existence and like speak that truth. And it really just, I don't know, it just really helps you shift your focus and your perspective Mm -hmm. and realize like, okay, yeah, like (laughs) God's got this, like, I don't know why I'm trying to fix everything or, you know, coordinate everything or plan everything, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, We just really want to leave you with really prioritize the lord and spend more time with him because that's where it all starts Mm -hmm. is just starting with jesus um but that is it for us today i hope you guys got something out of this i hope that we encouraged you in some way but stay tuned for flavor of the week What is your flavor of the week this week? My flavor of the week is a verse. It is Matthew 8, 7. It says, When they kept on questioning him, he straightened up and said to them, Let any one of you who is without sin be the first to throw a stone at her. And I really like that because the backstory of it really fast is the Pharisees and the teachers were trying to um, trap Jesus and bring this woman who was caught in the act of adultery. And the law says to condemn or to condemn them, you throw a stone at them. Mm -hmm. But he switched it and instead gave them grace and love by saying, well, if you haven't sinned, go ahead and throw the first stone. But they couldn't because every one of them had sinned because they're of flesh. Exactly. Um, So I really love that. Um, Lily, what is your flavor of the week?
0: My flavor of the week is a song, and it is called My God is Still the Same by Sanctus Real. And I was actually listening to it today and I was like, wow, it really relates back to what we were just talking about mm-hmm. because it just talks about how God is the same in every season. Yeah. Today, yesterday, tomorrow. And like it's just, yeah, a great reminder. And it's also it just is a very
1: upbeat song. So awesome. Well, we hope you guys are having a great week and have a great weekend and we will see y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.